welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I'm your host, Ryan Myers, and I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myers. Katrina, how are you? Doing swell. How about yourself? I'm doing swell as well. Um, Rhymes. <laughs> we are in. Um, we are in the first weekend of April. Mm, yes. Yes. Um, which is great. We're just moving along through the year. And truly, I'm just looking forward to when I can go swimming. Yeah. I don't I don't care for cold weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care for the I don't care for fake spring that keeps popping up and yes. then yes. and then it goes away and there's like thirty degree weather and snow. Mm-hmm. Um and then we're back to like 70 and then it's like no we're 50 or or what have you i'm done with that i think that that's nonsense oh i agree so i i I would i I am i'm done with fake uh with fake spring i'm ready for real spring Mm -hmm. and then like legit real summer like i'm kind of happy that next week isn't too warm though what i'll be in the basement and i don't think the air is down there i'm not sure the air yeah what do you mean the central air i don't know if it I don't think it goes down there. There's a dial down there. You can. That's for the electric heat. It's not electric cold. But we don't have the air on. We have the heat. Right, on. but if it was hot. Oh, oh. And it was down there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it'd be hot. Yeah. I'm working up a sweat. We're gonna have a sweat. Speaking of that, we should take a fan down there for me. We should take a, do you want to tell people why? Oh, you I'm, just mentioned the basement and I think we, I think I mentioned like, it last week or the week before. But. Well, I don't know who's who's a repeat listener. <laughs> yeah. We might have a brand new listener who's like, "What's going on in their What's basement?" What's going on in the basement? Yes. I'm, uh, oh, now maybe you shouldn't tell people. <laughs> this might be a fun mystery. Mystery. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the week off of work so we can finally get some some Reno vation done on our finished basement which currently is wall-to-wall wood paneling and orange carpet so gonna be filling in that paneling with some joint compound like three times and painting it and hopefully doing some flooring so i want that's the game plan the idea uh for for me is that someone was like i was listening to alcoholics and i was like not sure if i was into it but then I heard the co-host say joint compound. Joint compound. And I was and I've been hooked ever since. AKA mud. AKA drywall compound. AKA six other things. And I, don't, I don't know what the I difference don't think is. we need any of these AKAs. I'm confused. I don't think sheet any of rock, Sheetrock? Is is that true? Yeah. It's also called sheetrock? Yeah. yeah. I, I think I, that's the brand of the one thing we have, but <laughs> It's got a lot of different names. Are you um, are you excited to? Uh, I wouldn't call. I uh, I I want to get it done. Okay. You know. Yeah. Because it's been gnawing at me. So. Yeah, yeah. I want to knock it out and knock stop thinking out. about it. Yeah. I'll be and then working. Have a cool all, place. So. I'll be working all week. Yeah. <laughs> I I do love the idea that like you're gonna do all of this and we're still not gonna go into the basement because it requires going down the steps and then we'll have to eventually go back up two flights of steps to go to sleep. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I, I it's not gonna be like a more. It's not like we're gonna be down there more than once a week. I know that. But when we get our game table down there and we move our board games down there, we'll still have no one to fucking play board games with, so we won't go down there. So it, essentially, the, down, the the basement of our house will have upwards of a thousand dollars of stuff 
that no one's using. <laughs> well, that's a pessimistic way to look at it. <laughs> if anyone's listening, could you please come over and play some fucking board games? Yeah. We so, got so many board games. We have so many board games. I purchased so many board games thinking, just 100% forgetting the idea that I don't have friends. <laughs> I forgot that entirely. And I'm just like, oh, board games galore. Who's ready to play different styles of Catan? Let's go. And either no, the answer is no one. No one. <laughs> or, or people will be like, yeah, I'll come over. Oh, I don't like games though. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, oh. I got a couple of friends who don't do games, and it's like. They, and they know who they I are. I don't understand. I, I honestly. <laughs> and they know who they are. Don't understand not liking games. I Well, okay. It, I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> I get it. Some people just don't want to, you know. So there's a, you, have a, you have a limited amount of, like, brain space, right, that you can use for stuff. But what's more fun than games? Some people Literally don't. Literally fun and games. Some people don't find games fun. I don't get that. That's what I'm saying. I, and I understand. I understand that. I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Um, uh, before, <laughs> I was on another podcast yesterday. I just want to know your opinion on vests. Vests are stupid. <laughs> Unless it's the, the type of vest that you're talking about. So the, fast. Like, the puffy vest to so keep you fast. warm. That's just dumb. Yeah, it's the dumb. Dave McCormick yeah. vest. And it's dumb and looks stupid. Like vests that are fashionable, like for fashion. I want to, cool. like, like a, dre- a dress vest. Dress vest. A dress vest. Like is a lady perfect. in just a vest. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I love a dress vest. Mm-hmm. Like a, a dress vest with the dress shirt underneath with the sleeves rolled, rolled sleeves, up. Yep. That's my, you know, that's my bread mm-hmm. and butter. Definitely. I love that. Definitely. Puffy vests are dumb. Just completely stupid. Idiotic. I was on, um, geez Louise. <laughs> I think you're being rougher than I was. Uh, I'm fine. I was on. I say what I mean. I was on a, you should, I was on a live episode of, of Barnstorming PA, mm-hmm. which is a super fun podcast. They're, they're cool people and they're, you know, trying to get, uh, you know, progressive shit happening in rural PA, which is a feat in itself Mm -hmm. i think that's awesome and you should all check that podcast out especially the episodes that i'm on that's Mm -hmm. those are the ones (laughs) they're the best ones um they've asked me on and i'm like absolutely not you should i I barely want to be on my own podcast that's hurtful (laughs) that's hurtful to say i can't believe that's hurtful to say out loud i go on movie podcasts that's it that's true if you i like movies if you have a movie podcast katrina will 100 go on that and she'll go on without me yeah. Like yeah, I did that. She she's fine with going on movie podcasts without me. Um I don't we, we don't necessarily have the same taste in movies, we, so it's like I guess not. No. No, you're more of a comedy guy, more of a romance. Well, I'm more dramatic of a, romance. I'm not even I mean, I am more of a comedy guy, but I also I I, I, I don't know. I just if the if I'm more into sci fi than you. I like rom coms. I don't like rom coms. Yeah. I'm just saying I literally like hate rom-coms i don't i don't hate rom-coms but i do i there's think, no I think there's I like not like watching, a traditional rom-com that i really can say i enjoy i think i like watching rom-coms because they're all the same and it's funny to point out where what all the things that are all the same mm-hmm. uh i think that might be like what i mean by like i mean i'm like yeah i, I get it <laughs> i can probably was, guess the plot what was the rom-com with um kumail um uh the, and, the big sleep no the, no the big sick no no not that one was it with um uh, was it with Issa Rae? Kamal and Issa Rae? Oh, what? Mm. I could be wrong about that. 
I don't remember what it was, but like that's that was a rom com, but it was like interesting and different, and I enjoyed that. The Lovebirds. Could it have been? I honestly don't know the title. It, it, there was like a crime that happened. Yeah, the Lovebirds. Yeah, it's okay. the Lovebirds. Yeah. <laughs> that's I like I like a rom com like that that does something different. Hilariously enough, that m- movie came out on April third, whenever um, uh, whatever year it came 2020? out. Uh, yeah, sure. What, yeah, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out April 3rd. That's when this episode's being posted. Funny. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't need this. <laughs> I did like The Big Sick, too. The Big Sick was lovely. Yeah. Because it was like, it was such a, like, it was a kind of a departure from, like, regular. Absolutely. Like, it's literally like, you know, this is what really happened to Emily Gordon. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Fantastic all around. And it had... Who did it have? Ray Romano in it? Yeah, yeah. I don't even think I like Ray Romano. (laughs) But 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 the 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 movie was fantastic. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Katrina will go on. I don't even remember what the point. You were talking about barnstorming. Oh, it's a good podcast. You should listen to it, especially when I'm on it. Um (laughs) I but yeah, we were talking about vests, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) We got okay, the 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 logic um pattern the logic path that we got to to get this is insane. But yeah. Um uh, that podcast is good. You should listen to it when I'm on it or whenever, mm-hmm. all, all of it, but also when I'm on it. Like, I'm not going to pretend I don't want, like, uh, for me. Like, it looks better when, like, people are like, oh, I like that terrain's on it. I'll listen to it. Um, if you have a, I'm just going to, I'm trying to finish up here. If you have a movie <laughs> podcast, Katrina will go on it. Um, and uh, Hey, you have a movie podcast. When are you going to do that? Do we have a movie podcast? I thought I had a succession podcast, too. <laughs> yeah if we're throwing shade let's throw shade <laughs> let's throw shade um yeah um yeah i don't know when we're gonna do the movie podcast ever again uh you know <laughs> yeah, good good time to take that big sip that you took good time to take that big sip um did this just change into shit talking people that i'm supposed <laughs> that, to do that podcasts listen to this podcast yeah that listen to this podcast well yeah um yeah all right cool do you want to go into the? <laughs> I don't know how to end it now. I don't know how to go into the go into the the show now. Um, you just do it. Yeah, you just do it. Um, are we? I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out if there's a time where we're not going to be doing this podcast, like recent, like like coming up. Coming up. Yeah, I don't think there is. No, we don't have plans next Saturday, so that should be recorded then. All right, hear that? We'll be back next week. All right, let's just keep moving. Um. So you want to get into the actual show? Yeah. Okay. We're going to start with, we're going to start with, okay, this is going to be short. This is actually going to be. Is it? This is going to be incredibly brief, I think. I I don't know. I think it could be long. I don't. Because here's the thing. I think as the time has gone on, I have not changed the way that I felt, but I have changed how much I think people need to hear it. Mm. Um. So if you live under a rock, Boom, nailed it. Um, <laughs> I, the Oscars were last Sunday, and during the Oscar ceremony, we're just going to get into it. During the Oscar ceremony, um, Chris Rock was presenting an award. He took time out of that to um, make some jokes because he's a comedian, which um, all of the white comedians that I know made sure to make very clear. Um, he's a comedian and um, made a joke about Jada, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, who, um, uh, you know, black woman who has alopecia, um, shaves her, uh, shaves her head, um, 
made a joke, uh, a, a pretty lazy joke, if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. a pretty like lazy, not culturally relevant joke mm-hmm. of I can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2, which was literally just you're a bald woman. Ha 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 ha. Isn't that funny? Yep. Um, I. So Will Smith um, got out of his seat, kind of like literally it looked like like just striding to to um, Chris Rock and slapped him in the face and sat down um, and, you know, screamed at him, um, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, then minutes later, I uh, received a standing ovation uh, for accepting the award award, his first Oscar mm-hmm. for best actor um, for uh, King Richard. Um, so. Here's why I want this to kind of be short, in my opinion. I want this to be short. I've heard everyone's take Mm -hmm. under the sun. I've heard takes from people that I respect. I've heard takes from people that I don't care a little bit about. I've heard takes from perspectives that have just zero um, historical context at all and are just incredibly selfish and, um, you know, like (laughs) – I, I I've heard takes from from all all over, and I feel like because it is now the end of this week, <laughs> I feel like we're we the takes have been exhausted, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like you've heard every. I feel like you've heard every um, every, at, like, I've heard. I think you've heard every take from from everyone. <laughs> And I don't know if I, – I just don't know if at this point it matters if we throw our take on there. You know what I mean? But I also think it's important to, um, you know, I don't really care about a lot of people's takes. Mm-hmm. I care about what black women thought of it. Mm-hmm. Like, truly. I care a lot about what black women thought of it. And I think that what I got from a lot of people's takes is a lot of people didn't care what black people thought – black women thought about it. Right. Um. <laughs> Uh, and I thought that's super important. I kind of think I'd rather like literally just direct you to black women and have you look at what they said about it um, <laughs> and, and kind of go from there. Um, like one thing that was, you know, when it first happened um, the next day, which I was asleep before it happened. <laughs> and I'm an adult. I'm, a, I'm an adult who, who went to bed on Sunday, I think, before nine. Yeah, you, you had a couple drinks, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I was, okay, let's ca- call me out. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, I, I went to bed um, pretty, I went to bed pretty early. Like, like yeah. let me get a good night's sleep because I, I, I guess I was drunk off the handle. Um, but I'm like, let me get, let me get to bed. I woke up with a bunch of like notifications mm-hmm. about what happened. Um, and then I looked and I'm like scrolling through Facebook and I grew up in a very, I grew up in school County, Pennsylvania. So I have a lot of, um, like I, I'd say a, a vast majority of, of the people I have on there are white, white people. Um, but I do have multiple black women that I'm like, let me see what's going on there. Um, and I, (laughs) I saw, you know, a great take from, um, someone that I respect that, uh, like she was like, she, she had given, she had said what she believed about it, which was, you know, mocking black women who have alopecia 
mocking black women's hair is pretty fucked up, especially coming from someone who did a documentary on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did a documentary uh, 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 regarding um, black hair and its historical significance. And I think that the, 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 I'm not even going to like, go through everything, but the, the, what I thought was incredible is the jarring, like, you would see black women who would be like, that's fucking right. This is, this is how I feel. And then you, and then every like dissenting comment was white person. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it was one of those where it's like, you know, you don't have to say anything, right? Like <laughs> you're, you're allowed to be quiet right. and like, just let this one pass by you. Yeah. That's very difficult for a lot of people though. <laughs> just like, like, and, and it's just kind of one of those, there's like, if you see, like looking at the comment thread, literally looking at the comment thread, it is. Uh, people of color going, yeah, th- here's how, like, this is a complex issue. And, and it's one of those, obviously don't hit people. We know that. Mm-hmm. That's an obvious. But I, I I refuse to, like, sit here and, and, and be lectured to by people who, like, this is, if someone, if someone insulted someone you love, you're not, like, you're not necessarily thinking the right way and you might react negatively. Is that right? No, it's not. And... That's, you know, that's fine. But to, <laughs> to for people to kind of jump in and, like, with, with no historical context, be like, I need to have a take on this. <laughs> I need to. I just, that was, so I'm like, do we need to give our take? I, I'm, I'm fine with you giving your take if you want to. I'm just saying, I'm like, <laughs> I think the week exhausted me of, of mm-hmm. takes on this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like this was the, this was the only thing that people were talking about. And I'm just like so many, and it was one of those where it's like, people just need to talk about it mm-hmm. rather yes. than, yes. rather than Dan- Dan- Daniel Radcliffe was asked about it. And he's like, yes, I think he said, I'm completely I'm bored. bored with yeah. everyone giving their take on this. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're asking Everybody. <laughs> and it was like, that's like some restraint that like Absolutely. so many people have not right. shown. Absolutely. That so many people have not shown. We had to get like Bill Maher's dumb fucking take oh, like yesterday. Of course. Of course. Like, of course he needed to share his of take. Of course he does. And, and his take is obviously uh, women with alopecia are sensitive and should just wear wigs if they don't want to get made fun of. Mm, yeah, that's, the, right. that's the take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> It's just there. We 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 are so deep into this that I'm like, oh, there's so many. There's so many people that just feel like they need to say something, and mm-hmm. I, I'm like, maybe we don't. Maybe we don't all need to say something, especially when it's something that's super complex that people want to just boil down to. Like, yes, oh yeah, yes, violence is bad. Yeah, <laughs> we know. No shit, violence mm-hmm. is bad. But like this, a lot of the people that are like. A lot of the people that are like, Will Smith should be arrested and, and, and jailed forever. There was like, there was like this thing on, I, so apparently my talk about this is more of what other people said about this and why, excuse me, why it annoys me. Mm-hmm. Um, there was someone on, on Twitter, some, I, I don't, I don't, you know, think it's like a huge presence on Twitter, but there was someone on Twitter that was like, actually, you know what? Judd Apatow said some dumbass shit too. He's like, uh, in delete, the tweets were deleted, but he was like, Will Smith was a madman and could have killed him. What are we talking yeah, about? So, somebody said, I don't know. I didn't recognize their name, but um, I think I think you might have retweeted or commented on this that they said if he'd had a, had a gun, he would have shot. Yeah. Him. 
Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. And then uh, what I found very funny was other people who would, like, then jump onto that to, like, mock it and be like, what if he had a grenade? <laughs> what if he had What if he had nuclear weapons? Yeah. Like, it just just the, the escalation think, of this is so funny. Yeah, I, I think dumb. there's, like, there's complex issues behind the incident itself. But I think that everyone feeling the need to give their take on it has really highlighted how absolutely ignorant some people are yeah. how misogynistic so many people are even though we act like we're not anymore you know like yeah there oh there was this post on reddit of course yep the best the bastion of, of of goodness highly highly upvoted on the front page um on one of the most popular subreddits which was pics i think um honestly the most disgusting sexist thing i've ever seen on Reddit, upvoted mm-hmm. like that. Like usually, that system does what? Like that system isn't Twitter, which highlights controversial things. It it actually does what's yeah. what gets the most votes, right? Oh no, Twi- Twitter's like, oh, you're gonna hate this. Yeah. <laughs> um. And it was a picture, a drawn picture of the slap, but above Will Smith is Jada Pinkett Smith mm-hmm. looking like an evil witch, yep. holding the puppet strings mm-hmm. with like an evil like. This had like over fifteen thousand upvotes mm-hmm. at that. T- like, yep. The most misogynistic thing I've ever seen, and so many of the takes you see are so like. It's just she, like she's getting the blame for this. This is Jada's fault. Jada manipulate. Like, I, I, I have no particular love for Will Smith or Jada Pinkett Smith or the Smith family. They're all a bit weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Like, I've seen Jada Pinkett Smith be the target of so much mm-hmm. online bullying and harassment. Yeah. While Will Smith is seemingly a god who's untouchable from it. Like, yeah. like because of her entanglement stuff. Yeah. She, he's a cuck. She manipulates him. She abuses him. She's mm-hmm. a pedophile. Uh, th- these are all takes floating around because at a time that they were separated or in an open relationship, she had sex with someone else, even though he is also admitted to doing that. Yeah. Yeah. She abuses, like, like, and then then this is perpetuated that, oh, well, she obviously caused this issue. She made him go slap him. It's Mm -hmm. all her fault. She's an evil, manipulative, abusive woman. Like, like, so many comments about how she emotionally abuses Will Smith, and that's why he did this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's, that's the thing. Like, like, I have a take on this. Yeah. But truly, does my take matter? We've we've seen everybody's take. I think that the I think that the bigger thing is that the casual racism, mm-hmm. the like massage noir, like that is that is rampant, like clearly. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the takes, they seem to somehow blame Jada for the incident. Yeah. Oh, it was her she got upset. That's she, her fault. Her yeah. fault. She got upset she that got you upset. make fun of her disability she, she, because, and something yeah. she's tremendously insecure about. Yeah, that something like you've made fun of. What you, an evil woman for being <laughs> upset by that. What an evil woman for you be like for her being upset that you made fun of like a fucking uh, is it an autoimmune disease yeah. that she has like yep. like yeah you, you mocked her on a stage in, on a national audience mm-hmm. like. <laughs> I, can I also just one more thing? Just one more. I, I, I just there the t- one of the takes that a float that float around are like this is an award show you should expect to get roasted and it's like it's not a roast no she's she's Jada Pinkett Smith 
She's not, and this isn't the roast of Jada Pinkett Smith. No. It's the Oscars. She's there to support and her husband, who was nominated who's for an award. She I, wasn't. She wasn't there representing a movie herself, or she was there to support her husband. And I and I want to just like you know, like it's. I understand people are like you know, like people. Ricky Gervais roasts everybody. Okay, whatever. I don't think Jada Smith fucking agreed to be denigrated and humiliated in front of a, not only a, a an audience in the room, but on national television. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to make that clear. I don't think she ever like went, yeah, cool, let's do that. Like she didn't. So I don't. I don't know. I, <laughs> you know, it's there are just so many takes flying around and mm-hmm. a lot of people can do well to understand you. I think I, I this doesn't have to be about you. It's not this about, isn't you. about you. Don't this send isn't it about yourself. your takes. Please you don't stop sending yourself in this. Please stop sending yourself around like, in, in this situation. Mm-hmm. So you can like get like you, so you can get clout, like yeah. calm down, <laughs> like maybe just have a seat and let this one pass. You can let this one pass. Mm-hmm. I think, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Just let this one pass. Like, this was clearly an emotional situation. Um, you know, it, it, it happened. It was it was bad for multiple reasons, and it is being dealt with. You don't, you know, there's no reason for you to have a take on this. <laughs> there just isn't. I'm just so like, there. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just I'm just exhausted by by the by the necessity of people to to need to get out there. And and give their takes, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially w- with like so little historical context of what exactly was like the issue that was the in- that was the incredibly insulting thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I- I'm just you know whatever. Just be quiet. Like it it takes it takes no effort to be quiet. <laughs> just 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 you know hush up and and do do your own thing. Um, but that's. That's where I, that's where I'm at on there. Do you want to move to the next topic? Sure. Can I point out something on the outline? You called it the PA Senate forump, and I find that very funny. Forump. <laughs> <laughs> because it's because it's sort of indicative of what it was, <laughs> yeah, which was true. a like Poor just Trump. some people on the stage trying to be. Did you fix it? You didn't have to fix I it. it. <laughs> I have it up, and I just saw it just change <laughs> on the screen. Um, yeah, you don't have to fix it. Um, we watched um, the our Senate, fo- the PA Senate forum for the Republican uh, for some Republican um, uh, candidates for for Senate uh, U.S. Senate and PA. Um, it was. Uh, I think it was like for the Manufacturing Association or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was a it was like a you know a business group. Mm-hmm. Um, it was attended by four people: um, Jeff Bardos, Kathy Barnett, Dave McCormick, and. Uh, Mehmet Oz um, it was an hour um, it was very funny because they laid out the way that the rules were supposed to work <laughs> and then some of the candidates Kathy Barnett said you can go fuck yourself I'm gonna do whatever I want <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which do you, so what it was wild what were your takeaways from what were your takeaways from the um, um, from the from the uh, like what okay yeah here's my here's my very um, very basic takeaways yeah um Oz looked like a wimp. Um, <laughs> McCormick was boring. Barnett was wild, and Bartos looked reasonable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What were your takes? No, I think that, that I think that that actually kind of tracks. I think that Kathy Barnett. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use wild. I mean, her behavior was was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the most 
like not sexist word like term. I feel like, I feel like hard. I'd argue wild isn't a great yeah. one to use but energetic I, she was <laughs> yes impassioned um like she spent a lot of the time I do like she spent a lot of the time just like absolutely trying to smack uh, Dr. Oz yes absolutely uh, as as often as she could mm-hmm. she would just try to like throw in tags of like this isn't a little little bit towards McCormick too but mostly Oz but mostly Oz like like we're not in a this isn't a reality television show this is re- oh, sorry not this isn't a, a talk show this is real life <laughs> like she would throw that in there um th- there were times where she directly went at him but for yeah. the mo- like she called him a liberal and literally uh like <laughs> ask yourself <laughs> talk to her and ask yourself why you're the way they're all attacking me and she's like because you're a liberal <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like it's so it's so ridiculous because he's not like he might have been a television liberal but he's not like i don't know any i okay i don't know a whole to them he's a liberal yeah, I don't know a whole lot of liberals that would go on TV and when asked about, um, you know, masking and stuff in, in schools, say that there's an acceptable amount of child death mm-hmm. to open schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a whole lot of people, uh, a lot of uh, people on the left that'll do that. Um, but, but yeah, she she was like she was, you know, going at him heavily. Um, Oz did kind of seem, you know, he was getting attacked from from multiple people. Yeah. And instead of like, instead of looking strong in the face of those attacks, he complained to the moderator multiple times. Yeah. He kind of just makes you look like a wimp. And like, like I'm, I'm looking at this from the perspective of, he looked like a wimp. Like, I think think, think Republicans would think he looked like a wimp. If a Republican voter watched that, they'd be like, wow, this guy's, you know, a little baby crying to the ref. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, Kathy's, you know, eating his lunch, breakfast, and dinner. Um, yeah, I, I think that that's. I think that that's true. I think that like um, he, <laughs> he did. You know, he's when you when you spend time talking to the uh, to the moderator, like when you spend time kind of complaining that like I'm being attacked by the like to the moderator, you kind of don't look like you're in a position of strength. You need to uphold the rules. Ka- Kathy Burnett, truly, she like took a like a giant page out of the Trump playbook. Yes. Like yeah. she she her behavior was like mirror image of Trump in that Biden debate where Chris Wallace had to like tell him, you know, you need to calm down, Mr. President, please stop talking, Mr. President. Mm-hmm. Let him answer the question, Mr. Pre-. Like she took that and went, "Okay, I'll just use that in this forum right now." Mm-hmm. And talked over talked over the moderator. Didn't listen to the moderator at all when the moderator set rules. Yeah. When the moderator's like, "You have to stop talking," she would stop and then immediately start again. Once, yeah, uh, like like yeah, she, she. I think she definitely made the biggest impression. Especially yeah. I had I knew nothing about her before this, so mm-hmm. I think she made the biggest impression. Uh, it's hard to put myself in the mind of of a Republican voter. I know from my perspective, I thought. Bartos was the most yeah. um, appealing on the stage, but they they might have found that very appealing. Yeah. Though they might find when a woman does it, they don't like it as much as when Trump does it. Well, yeah, she's a black so, woman, so yeah. she's probably been quite uppity. Right. Um, no, I, I do think I think honestly, if you're watching this from from you can kind of see from the perspective of different um, uh, Repo- like on re- like Republicans on different ends of the of the political spectrum. Like mm-hmm. if you are a if you are a like MAGA 
a, a MAGA Republican, you loved what Kathy Barnett was doing. Right. Kathy Barnett's, um, you know, going after this person. Um, when Ka- like one of the questions was like, how do you, how are you going to work with, like, how are you going to be <laughs> civil and work with people across the aisle? And she essentially was like, I won't. <laughs> like, gotta like get rid of them. she's like, she's like, I can work with like a mansion, but. If they're not mansion, we're just gonna get rid of them. If they're not, I'm not gonna work with a, like mm-hmm. that. And I think that that really appeals to that really appeals to the the MAGA wing of the party. Yeah. If you like when uh, when it came to like like moderate conservatives or like moderate Republicans, they probably loved Bardos and how he what he really was trying to answer questions that like um uh asked by the moderator. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried to you know not he didn't he didn't go out of his way to attack anybody mm-hmm. he um, he had a really like i honest i said this multiple times during the thing i think he would have done very well to run for governor on the republican side because mm-hmm. he just had a lot of like stuff he did with the state like i think the one thing he was talking about a lot would resonate day, was that the 30 day funds he was the yeah, one about that? yeah 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 that he went around and raised money for small mm-hmm. businesses during COVID. like yeah. like he talked about that multiple times and i do think that is something that conservatives in pennsylvania would love Mm -hmm. like and so i and like yeah and he he just had like he had an actual example of how he did good for the people of Mm -hmm. the state which i don't think anyone else did no no i don't think anyone else really did that either i i do think i think mccormick was honestly like forgettable for completely forgettable and and i can't remember a single thing he said I can't. He, I, he just talked about like how he, you know, ran a business and had he yeah, employed six hundred people in Pittsburgh. In he Pittsburgh, talked about that yeah. a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think he. I think really like watching it, he was completely forgettable. Uh-huh. And that's I think crazy for me to to like see from someone whose ads I see every yeah. damn day. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just incredibly forgettable mm-hmm. and and not uh no 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 pizzazz no no splash just kind of a whimper. Mm-hmm. Um. And and Oz, yeah, was just getting <laughs> shit kicked out of him. Like e- even like McCormick's only moments that like are memorable are when he like was chastised by the moderator because he obviously like was attacking Doctor Oz, right. and they're like, stop that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, but he was not attacking nearly as hard as Kathy was. <laughs> no, Kathy Barnett was f- like she was she was out for she was out for blood. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very excited for, I, I think that that, I think that I'd like to see more of those. Yeah. With the more. Democrats are doing, um, the Democrats have a debate coming up. Yeah. And, and, and Fetterman dropped out of it. Fetterman, oh, he, he never agreed to or withdrew it. from it. I thought, I thought the wording was withdrew. I so. don't, I don't think he, I, I think that if we, you know, it's whatever word you want to use. Um, cause I don't, I don't know if he ever actually agreed to mm-hmm. it and just decided not to do it. Um, but he may have agreed and then withdrew. I don't think that's what happened, but that could also be it. But regardless of what he has a- committed to three debates. Cool. They're, when they're happening, um, when the fuck are those going to happen? I think there's two at the end of April and one may. See, I, feel I like think 17th like he's literally like he's, he's, and, and this is because he has, um, currently a lead. Right, and he yeah. doesn't have to. He doesn't want to have to answer for anything. And this I hate one specific I, thing. One very specific for. thing, and I, I do not like agreeing with Connor Lamb. I really do. I know. I, don't, I saw. I saw Connor Lamb's stuff too, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. I don't agree. I hate agreeing with Connor Lamb, but like, fuck, like, John Fetterman is truly trying to stay out of like a, a like a situation where he has to answer for this with other candidates around. Yeah. 
Um, like right now, he really, <laughs> especially I would think Malcolm Kenyatta right now. He's really not answering for it at all. Yeah. Like he, he just doesn't, he doesn't feel like he needs to answer for it. And by the it we keep talking about is when he, you know, you know what his supporters answer for him. And they just let you know that the man he, that, uh, he assaulted, yeah. um, thinks he should be a Senator. So it's okay. Just a reminder here, just a reminder that, um, the thing that we keep talking about <laughs> is that, um, John Fetterman, uh, chased down a black jogger and pointed a gun at him um, because he was trying to stop a school shooting on a Saturday. And um, when <laughs> when defending himself... Unarmed. Unarmed. Unarmed jogger. I thought... Sorry, my apologies. I thought that... Just to be clear. Unarmed jogger that he said he thought had a had an assault weapon, which wondering where the fuck he's jogging with that. Um, and he... The reasoning he had as to why it was fine was because the jogger eventually got arrested for another crime mm -hmm. um years so later. years later so he's like no that that black jogger was bad and i just had a premonition about it so <laughs> that's what he's kind of like trying not to have to talk about right because it's insane because it's incredibly in fucking defensible but yeah. he has spent his entire career defend like like when it comes up he defends it as right because again well the black guy got arrested later mm-hmm for, for not for the school shooting I was trying to stop, but for something else. Again, a school shooting on a Saturday. Um, so he's trying not to. Like, he's trying to avoid debates. Um, and he's trying to avoid. I, I truly, he's trying to avoid them until like a, when it's too late. <laughs> when when this coming out won't matter as much anymore because he's he's got a good he's got a pretty good lead on um, Lamb and Kenyatta. He, he would. Like this is a dumb fucking strategy. I think. I think. This I disagree. Is incredibly dumb. I disagree. I think he, it's a great strategy. Because if he is, he's committed to doing three of debates. I think he'll likely do debates with the actual Republican candidate. Mm -hmm. So I think you should get it out now. You should get no, it out as soon as possible. No, you get the nomination and then you figure it out. <laughs> But no, but truly, and I'm, I'm like, I think that he should debate just for the sheer fact that I think that he needs to address this now, not as like a, I'm, I don't, I, I just think that you're wrong about, um, if it is strategically beneficial for him to like, it's, it's strategically beneficial. If he's trying to win, first thing you have to do is win the nomination. So if he, he sees that he has like a huge lead on Lamb and Kenyatta. So why would you not just slow play this, get the nomination and then try to figure it out? That's you're not going to win if you don't get the nomination. So, That's what he's doing. But then why are you doing any debates at all? I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I think you got to do debates just because, you know, you, you know, I feel like at some point you have to do a debate, um, especially in the Democratic Party. Uh, but but I do I do truly think that, like, this is not a bad strategy. I just mm -hmm. think it's bad for, you know, people. Right. But but I, I as a political strategy. Uh, not not talking to voters and telling them the, about the real shitty thing you did, especially when you have in the past numerous times defended it as a good thing. Yeah, I think that's a good political strategy to get you through the get you through the nomination process. Don't don't worry, everybody. You definitely don't need black voters to win in PA. I don't think so. As a Democrat, so it'll be fine. I don't think so. Uh, probably not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the last topic before we do our final segment. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, Madison Cawthorn, a, <laughs> a congressperson from uh, North Carolina. 
Now, come on and raise up. <laughs> Take your shirt off. Twist it around your head like a helicopter. <laughs> if anyone gets that P.D. Pablo reference, text me immediately. Um, <laughs> I, Madison Cawthorn was on a um, was on a podcast. I, I, I think I have the name of the podcast here, but does it matter? No, it really doesn't matter. And honestly, I'm not stupid gonna, conservative podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to shout them out. It's the it's the. <laughs> It's the dumb nonsense, uh, uh, the dumb nonsense uh, variety hour. Mm-hmm. Um, he was uh, he was asked um, <laughs> he was asked whether or not um, working in Washington is like House of Cards. <laughs> now, his answer is great. Um, I'm just gonna qu- I'm gonna read the quote here. Uh, quote, I mean, being kind of a young guy in Washington where the average age is probably 60 or 70, you know, I look at all these people, a lot of them that I've always looked up to uh, through my life, always paid attention to politics, guys that, you know, then all of a sudden you get invited to like, oh, hey, we're going to have a s- kind of a sexual get together at one of our homes. You should come. And I'm like, what? What did you just ask me to come to? And then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Madison Cawthorn has identified that. And now, let's be clear. Madison Cawthorn has made it clear that he does not hang out with Democrats. Mm-hmm. Madison Cawthorn, uh, he also made sure to point out the age of um, the, <laughs> the age of uh, people he works with and talks to and looks up to. Madison Cawthorn just said that there are 60 and 70 year olds that are inviting him to orgies. Mm-hmm. He went on to point out that um, there are people in Congress. Um, <laughs> there are people in Congress that uh, are are saying that they're fighting to end drug addiction in the country, but doing uh, key bumps of cocaine in front of him. <laughs> I I told you about this. I think yesterday. Yeah, I think so. I think you you saw some things about it, but you never actually saw what was up. Yeah. And then yeah. you and then you. Um, and I filled you in yesterday. Mm-hmm. How have you processed this information? Because because honestly, this is my favorite story. Yeah. Like I think this story is great because there's more and we're going to get to it. But I love just the start of Madison Cawthorn's like, I'm a 20-some-year-old guy working in, working <laughs> in Congress and a bunch of fucking – a bunch of fucking septuagenarians are asking me if I want to go to an orgy with them. Now. <laughs> and doing cocaine. Now, maybe you can provide some context. Because a lot of this stuff I see just on Twitter, and I don't really look much into it because I, it's Madison Cawthorn. I know he's a terrible person. But wasn't yeah. there something like he got married and then got is getting divorced real quick? Yep. And, and there might have been like Russian assets stuff involved with the woman let me tell you something i don't know a whole lot about his um his history yeah i do know um that uh and i'm just reading here uh several women have accused him of sexually aggressive behavior sexual misconduct and sexual assault um so that's that's Mm -hmm. something that's there Mm -hmm. um i don't know about i know that and i do know that he um got separated um from his um uh partner i don't really know a whole lot outside of that because he's madison cawthorn so i'm like oh cool i don't like (laughs) you at all (laughs) i think that you're a really bad guy and untrustworthy and whatever um i just need to know like (laughs) did a male congressperson 
pose this to him Mm -hmm. or a female congressperson. Yeah. Because we all know they're very, um, you know, homophobic in the Republican Mm -hmm. Party. So I just wonder... But they're the ones context. who also, but they're the ones who also get caught trying to fuck in an airport bathroom. Sure, <laughs> but I feel like, uh, see, you wouldn't. I don't think you would approach someone who is as um, public as Madison Cawthorn is with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like you'd be smarter. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I don't know. I, I I kind of think he made all of this up. Do you really? Yeah. Well, I don't think it doesn't happen, but I don't think he was invited. <laughs> oh my god! I do love that. Um, I, I so he <laughs> he got called into the principal's office. Kevin McCarthy, um, the the leader of the House Republicans, um, called him into the principal's office and was like, "You can't say that shit. I can't believe you're saying that. That's bad." And then came out of the meeting and said, "Madison, Madison admitted to exaggerating, um, yeah. exaggerating this." Um, one of the things that I find, I find very funny is exaggerating does not mean all out making it up entirely. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. So my thing is, is he being invited to like, you know, threesomes and not orgies? And is he watching people take hits of marijuana? (laughs) Like, is that (laughs) what it is? It's just, it's just a lesson degree, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of what it is. Um, (laughs) Uh, he's watching, he's watching Chuck Grass. He's Chuck Grassley's like, Hey, do you want to come over? I'm 88. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure another like Twitter thing that I've read before is that Marjorie Taylor Greene used to be in a, or, you know, used to be visibly in like an open relationship as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it could have been from her, it but she's not someone he would have been looking up to. No, no. She's she new. started when he did. He's talking about those old people that are in there. The, the oldies. Now, um, he again, he had that meeting with Kevin McCarthy. But then um, Roger Stone popped up <laughs> and was like, no, no, no. What he's saying is true. This is really things that happen. Yeah. Which, by, well, the way, I mean, by, the, Stone, yeah. by the way, I 100% believe that things <laughs> these are things that happen. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if, like, I don't know if the... If some of the 70-year-olds in Congress are, like, bumping cocaine, like, in the fucking, like, in the rotunda. But I do think, I do think that this shit is 100% happening. And I just find it very, very funny that, like, they came down harder on Liz Cheney for oh. not pretending that the election was stolen. Yeah. Then they've come down that like they've come down harder on 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 uh, Madison Cawthorn for this than they did for Li- like like sorry they came down harder on Liz Cheney yeah. uh, than they did on than they did for Madison Cawthorn uh-huh. and like Matt Gates. <laughs> like, I love the I think the the saying exaggerate like I feel like McCarthy's like well I can't say he lied because then I'd be calling him a liar and we can't say that we ever lie. Exaggerated. Well, that I, sounds good. And then, uh, oh wait, that does mean that happened. Oh no. <laughs> reports of my orgies are greatly exaggerated. <laughs> um, I did find. I just found uh, what the Russian wife thing was. Okay. And it's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> so Madison Cawthorn mm-hmm. met an army captain. Yeah. In a Russian casino while he was on vacation. So they were in. Va- both of them were in vacation in Russia at a casino, and he met this army captain. And this army captain wanted to set him up with a lady, so mm-hmm. he pretended there was a CrossFit competition, but there was no CrossFit competition. It was just a ruse so Madison Cawthorn could meet his wife. Mm-hmm. 
and then they got divorced seven months later but that's what that's what it was people are like well that sounds like a setup for Okay. Some sort of honeypot thing. Obviously, there's no evidence of that, but that's no. the, that's the story that Madison <laughs> so, Cawthorn has told. That story. That's how he met his wife. So that's a dumb story. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, definitely questionable. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I feel like we need to uh, keep this story. <laughs> like we need to keep. We need to do some updates on this. On the orgy. On the orgy. To, to find out if we know more about old Republican orgies? I need to know if Chuck Grassley is <laughs> fucking. I need to. I gotta know, uh, like, what wild shit's going on at McConnell's house. You're, you're talking a bunch of senators. I you am picking senators. I'm trying to think of, like, old House, house Republicans. Don Young before Don Young! What before Oh goodness gracious! Oh. Um, speaking of uh, Alaska Republicans, Sarah Palin's running, running for Congress, running for Congress, running for that. Seat. I'm pretty sure Alaska like hates her though, so I don't okay. Think I mean, we'll see. <laughs> we'll fucking see. <laughs> I was pretty sure that Maine hated Susan Collins, <laughs> and then uh oh, Spaghettios, she beat Sarah Gideon. <laughs> um. Uh, do you want to? We're gonna. So we're gonna. Do you want to end the end the show on the last uh, the last yeah. segment? Yeah. We're gonna do our our recurring segment. Have you heard about this? I have two stories I am going to read um, to Katrina. Um, one is out of date, and one is like <laughs> neither. I don't. I don't. They're not really. They're not politics related. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll say that. Um, but yeah. And I don't think Neither either were mine about <laughs> bugs. And I don't think I yeah, ugh. I don't think either of them are PA related either. Um, so are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. First one is from Penn Live, um, but it is about uh, a story from Illinois. A woman in Illinois keeps getting quote tacky unquote shoes anonymously delivered to her home. <laughs> And she's quite fed up with it, too, as these deliveries have been going on for about a year. Wow. <laughs> the New York Post reports how Simone um, Botet of Oak Park, which is adjacent to Chicago, currently has 15 pairs of these shoes in total. Botet had attempted to return the first pair back to UPS, explaining her situation to an employee who seemed to understand the mix-up. But then she got the same shoes re-delivered to her several days later. Then another pair. Then another. <laughs> oh, man. She needs to resell these. She really, yeah. Like, she could probably have a pretty uh, lucrative. I need to know how tacky they are. Uh, <laughs> she probably could have a pretty lucrative <laughs> eBay business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they're really funny, uh, tells Botet to ABC, Chica- ABC 7 Chicago. And they're really, really tacky. I can't get it to stop, and it's funny because of the shoes th- because of the shoes themselves. They're hilariously not my style, and it just it doesn't stop. It's absurdity, you know. It's an absurdity. Botet actually went into full detail about this absurdity in a Facebook post from January, explaining her situation to the social media world and providing pictures of the shoes I she's been receiving. We'll we'll fi- I'll find those. I'll I'll pull up the pictures <laughs> and send them to you. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, you probably can't look at them because they are on Facebook, but they're they're 
<laughs> Let's just say these shoes, they're not ones that I'd, I'd imagine anybody really wants to wear. <laughs> For almost a year, UPS has been delivering other people's shoes to me that are apparently being returned to Amazon, she writes in the post. Oh. I have tried to get them to cut it out, but this glitch is stuck and I'm condemned to this fate forevermore. Rerouting them is hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Alas, Botet appears to have resigned to, uh, sorry, appears to be resigned to her fate and may even be trying to spin it to her advantage. She ends the post, can you please tell these shoppers that I am a size 11 and I tend to wear uglyish left wing shoes like Birkenstocks and hiking boots. (laughs) Size Um, 11, ooh. She's not going to get any of those accidentally sent to her. <laughs> I'm going to, I don't, I don't have the ability to, I'm going to. Um, you need to show me later. For yeah. Sure. I'm going to have but to show yeah, you later. Uh, see, I wouldn't be complaining about this. You, you can resell those puppies. You could get some money out of this. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Somebody wants them. Somebody wants these shoes. It's costing you nothing. It does cost you nothing. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I am sending some of these to you right oh, now. Ama- oh, these are amazing. <laughs> wow. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't wear them. but like, I don't think a lot of people would wear them. I think you, she could get a ton of money for these. I don't know. This These pink ones are not great. Wow. I, I know somebody wants to wear them. <laughs> they look like rollerblades. Are you saying you know someone who wants to wear them, or you just know somebody? I know somebody does. Oh, okay. And we also have one more uh, one more short uh, article before we head out. Um, you ready? Yeah. And this is an old one. It is from NPR, and it's from um, February 13th of 2022. Um, so I am a little bit late on this. Uh, the article reads, Looking for a last-minute Valentine's Day gift? The French fry lover in your life may go head over peels for this. <laughs> A new perfume from the Idaho no, Potato no, Commission. No, yes, no, 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 <laughs> purports no, to give no. off the aroma of French no. fries <laughs> in their all greasy, salty no. wonder. <laughs> perfume? Yep. No. <laughs> whether you're at the drive, quote, whether you're at a drive-through restaurant or dining in, it's near impossible to not grab a fry and take a bite before you dive into your meal. Uh, James um, Hyam, president and CEO of the Idaho Potato Commission, said in a statement, the smell is too good to resist. It is. This is which is a- why it's a problem to make it a perfume, because you can't eat it. You can't eat even if you can't eat the person, they're not going to taste like a French fry. This is, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You heard it here first. People don't taste like French no. fries from my cannibal co-host. It's, it's a, it's a. This is such a fucking I can't think of the right Idaho word. story where they're just yes, like. of course, obviously, yeah. Just like, hey, we got to, we got to put potatoes into this story somehow. No, this is just a tease. That's all it is. <laughs> Nobody wants to be teased with the smell of French fries and not be able to have one. Dubbed Fritase by Idaho, F-R-I-T-E-S. I do apologize mm-hmm. if I'm not saying that right. The, quote, limited edition fragrance, unquote, was going for $189 per 1.7-ounce bottle on the commission's website. $189? Bef- no, $1.89. Okay, okay. That's better. <laughs> did, I, did I say $189? You said $189. So that's- sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, before uh, one one eighty nine per one point seven ounce bottle on the commission's website before selling out, a giveaway promising more bottles of the tater spray <laughs> and Sunday. Wow. 
Wow. The fragrance, uh, which the commission says captures, quote, one of the world's most irresistible scents, unquote, is made from distilled Idaho potatoes and essential oils. The commission. What essential oils <laughs> smell like French fries? I need to know which specifically. Yes, I would. I need what we need. Essential to, oils smell like natural things usually. We gotta buy. There's this. not a potato essential oil. We gotta buy this so that we can read what the ingredients are. <laughs> um, <laughs> the fr- is the essential oil like lard? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> the essential oil is high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> Uh, the commission cited a recent national survey by the firm Polefish that found nearly 90% of Americans, quote, find the smell of French fries irresistible, unquote. The Idaho Commission has additional potato merchandise available for those addicted to spuds, including a French fry holder, Idaho potato playing cards, a miniature potato hauling truck, and a three foot tall spuddy buddy. I want that. You want a spuddy buddy? Yeah. I can click this link and see how much it is. <laughs> but those are my stories. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. The spuddy buddy is 50 fucking dollars. <laughs> and it is, honestly, I'm going to send it to you right now. I don't want it. It has a face. Uh, like, Yeah, I assumed it did. It has it's a face. A buddy. It has a face, shirt, pants, and shoes. Oh, it shouldn't be dressed. It's dressed. Oh, I don't like it. It's very dressed. I, it's it's a it's like a stuffed animal type thing. I don't want it. And it measured, I thought it would be like you a hard it, potato. I'm pretty sure it said thing. plush. No, three. It just says three foot tall spuddy buddy. You thought it'd be a, a three foot tall hard potato? Yeah, like kind of like a Mister Potato Head or something like that. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> this, is, this is dumb. Oh my goodness! I love that it's sitting on a chair. Yeah. It has one review. It doesn't hold itself up like I wanted. I just want to point out it has one review. Um, That review is from Allie from November 16th, 2018. <laughs> it is five stars and it says, very good and cute. <laughs> <laughs> so so if you want a spuddy buddy, it is $50 in the Idaho potato at, at IdahoPotato.com. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love the idea of like uh, an Idahoan woman. Um is that is that the phrase? Do you think Idahoan? I don't think that. <laughs> uh, go, you know, she's got a first date and she really wants to impress, so she puts on her her French. It's fries. Idahoan. Sorry, you're right. An Idahoan woman going out to do some <laughs> Idahoan uh, <laughs> in her French fry perfume. I'm, I'm Idahoan. I'm Idahoan. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, that makes me just mad. Like, I can't imagine how mad I would be if I. Just was constantly smelling French fries and didn't have French fries. That is very funny. Like, that's infuriating. <laughs> just to think about. So, that's Oh, why. my goodness. We're going to call it there. Now that Katrina is very angry and in need of French fries. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. You can find us on uh, anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Wherever you do, please like, rate, subscribe interact with the facebook page do the the fun stuff that i'm that i'm that i'm asking and i'll post more if i get more interaction <laughs> and i'll what i'll do is i'll force katrina to actually run the twitter page I'm running it. you're not running it you're you're literally using it to lurk katrina's lurking on the twitter account <laughs> 
Um, thank you all for listening. Um, we will see you next week. And until then, cheers. Cheers.